Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. Jordan and Gretchen here today to talk about New Year's resolutions. Do they work? Do they not work? How can you set yourself up with the best New Year's resolution to make 2022 your year? Yeah. Um, I think everybody can say that they've made a New Year's resolution. We're not here to say because you make one, it's not going to work. We're not here to say, don't even bother making one. This is just kind of our opinion about them and telling you what ones we've made and whether they've worked or not and kind of how to not just, I think the thing is at least like how I grew up, it's the end of December, the last day of December. And you kind of like wish upon a star about what you're going to do the next year. And it's just supposed to work, right? It, it doesn't work that way. No, I have made plenty of resolutions, both pre-planned and last minute hurrahs of, oh, I better think of something. Right. But it's, we're not here to hate on resolutions. I've been incredibly successful with some resolutions. Mm-hmm. I've been incredibly unsuccessful with other resolutions. And ultimately, I think the question of do they work or not really is it depends. I think that's the best answer to give to that. There are some people who need that motivation, who need that thing to always be looking at and working towards. Mm-hmm. There are other people who just get overwhelmed by it and can't tolerate that type of added stress in their life. Yeah. I, this is going to be a stretch of an analogy, but just roll with me on it. I'm ready. Okay. I think of new year's resolutions as the same way of why you and some people wear their belt when they bench, it is a cue for you to brace. So the end of the year is a cue for people to look back and see what they want to do better for the next year. I think that was a good analogy. I don't think that was, right? a, I don't think that was a stretch. Okay. That was good. I, I mean, I like to think of things in our life and tie them together. Yeah. Some people are probably like, I don't even know what this chick is talking about. What is a belt? I did momentarily think belt for your pants. Oh, sorry. it's okay. But then as soon as you said, bench. I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. So let's get into a little bit. Why do people make resolutions? Why do you think people make resolutions? Um, I think, I think most people make resolutions because they want to better themselves. I truly think that people want to better themselves. Um, you know, whether that be financially with their family, with weight loss, with, you know, workout routines, new jobs, whatever it is, they look at, this is how I want to better myself in the next year. I don't think anybody makes a resolution and they're like, I want to downgrade myself. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I look at people who set resolutions. I think it's a looking at all the shoulda, woulda, couldas from the year before. Yeah. And wanting to have less of those or not have these same ones in the next year. And setting resolutions is the attempt to kind of course correct on that. Right. I think people look at January 1st and a new year as a fresh start and 
everyone loves fresh starts. That's why it's always, you know, diet starts on Monday, workouts start on Monday. Everyone it's, it's your fresh start in, in reality, we should just look at every other day, like every other day and just continually assess when we reach a goal, when we feel like a goal is, is no longer serving our purpose, but there is value to seeing, okay, a clean slate. You know what? I got a fresh new, new year, fresh new start. I have 365 days that are, that are literally marked by a calendar for me to go about and, and work towards this. Yeah. Um, you know, like I know this year you wanted to read one book a week, was it? Yes. So starting January 1st is a great like marker, time marker. Yeah. So I think that's a great resolution goal and do that on January 1st. Cause you have that time marker when it comes to like weight loss, workout, eating right resolutions. I, and I could be completely on my own on this. I don't understand starting January 1st. If you know that you want this to be a resolution, use that momentum that you have right now, thinking about it and start. It's going to be so much easier. If you are looking at yourself and you don't like what you see in the mirror, how you feel in clothes, why would you prolong that? Why would you not make it better right away? Yeah. I don't think about it and go, oh, I'm going to wait a whole month. I understand that there's holidays and stuff, but I'm going to wait a whole month, feel crappy for the entire month, not enjoy my holidays because I don't feel good about myself and I'm eating extra sweets and food and stuff like that. Start now. Yeah. I think that that all ties down to fear and just lack of confidence in why people don't start. You know, I think if there's something you want bad enough, why wait? You could really get sentimental on this and say, you never know, you can never guarantee tomorrow. You never know how long you've got. So why not make the most of today? Very cliche, very sentimental there, but it's a valued point. I mean, it's something that should be considered. Right. I think my big problem with resolutions and particularly when it comes to weight loss, when it comes to fitness and it doesn't happen just on, on new year's, but it's just the most common time that people start working out. Right. It's that too big of a goal. I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. I'm going to bench 300 pounds by the end of this year. It's just way too large of a goal in way too long of a time frame. There are no regular interval check-ins throughout that process. If you're going to set something yearly, then you need to have, you need to backtrack from that. Okay. I want to have read 52 books by the end of December. Mm -hmm. That means that by nine months into the year, I need to have read this many books by six months in, I need to have read this many books by three months. I need to have read this many books by one month, by one week, by every day, I need to read this much and break it down and backtrack it so much so that it's less overwhelming. Because when you just say, I want to lose 50 pounds and you're looking at yourself in the mirror thinking, wow, I got to lose all these 50 pounds. How am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. At some point you just get so overwhelmed. You get so uncomfortable in making the changes that are asked of you that you just stop where if you have little things from week to week, from day to day that, you know, that you have to do you're much more likely to succeed. Absolutely. I mean, I think you set yourself up for failure right away when you just 
give you yourself, will go off of that 50 pound weight loss in the year. Let's say you get overwhelmed, right? You don't know where to start. And then six months into the year, you've lost 10 pounds, let's say, right? And you should have lost realistically 25. You should, that's the halfway mark. And you're not close to that halfway mark. Now you get down on yourself and you say, well, what's the point? I'm not going to hit my 50 pound goal. And then you backtrack and then you're back at it again, January 1st of the next year. Yes. I think the, the big thing to piggyback right off that point is you have to tie a number goal to a behavioral goal. Yes. If you want to lose 50 pounds, you have to tie yourself to some type of behavior in that may be meal prep every Sunday for the, for this upcoming year you are going to work out three times a week. You are going to go for a 15 minute walk every morning for this year, but you have to tie it to some behavior because if you don't tie it to a behavior, when the outcome doesn't match, that's where you get that feeling of, Oh, I'm down. I'm defeated. I'm, I'm depressed about not being able to get there. So I might as well just quit. Right. Where if you set yourself up with the behaviors that stack up and lead to that, your outcomes might change and there's no, there's never any way to guarantee outcomes, but your behaviors are setting you up for that success long-term. Right. Now we're talking about resolutions. Um, I know we both have made hundreds of resolutions. I'm sure. I know I have, I've made a lot of weight loss, fitness resolutions. Um, and honestly, like 90% of them have not worked. The yeah. very, the very first time a resolution for getting my butt in the gym worked was when I started in December because I knew that I wasn't going to wait. I wanted it now. And that was actually when I started, um, powerlifting on my own. It was the year before I came to our current gym and I brought my husband with me. So I didn't have to do it alone. Uh, he loved every minute of it. I'm sure he did. Uh-huh. Um, but that was the longest that I ever stuck to a workout, like getting into the gym consistently. I made it a habit. I made it a priority. And then come January 1st, I had already done it for a month. So I was, I had started implementing that into my routine. So then the people that were there the new year's resolutioners on January 1st, when the gym is completely packed that whole month, I wasn't standing there like, Oh, I don't know what to do. What am I supposed to do? And then you lose that whole month. I already had my routine down. I was good. I was golden. I have set the big, bold and the beautiful as new year's resolutions go. Uh, Sometimes I don't do the most intelligent things. In all honesty, I'm very grateful that I've done them. It's really, it's more of like a mental toughness thing of I have proven to myself. That's one of the biggest values of something like a 75 day hard. You prove, you prove to yourself that for 75 days I could do these things. I like this year, my wanting to read one book a week for every week of the year. So 52 books in 52 weeks it's gone really well. Like I have definitely increased my reading, my, my, uh, my comprehension is faster. My speed of reading is faster. However, like that doesn't account for the fact that like one time I read a 500 page book. So that means that I'm reading almost a hundred pages a day in that book. That's a lot. 
that's yeah. a lot in, in that. Um, I've read some 400 page books. So some books just take longer. I read every morning. I read every night before I go to bed. So I, I have set out the time for when I want to read, but I'm still, I think we have what, four weeks left in the year. Yeah. I think I still have six books to read. Is it, am I like too far off? Absolutely not. Will I get it done? Oh, for sure. I read four books in a week, a couple of weeks ago. So I think I can do it. Yeah. I've read four books in a week. Oh my gosh. During mm-hmm. um, Thanksgiving week. You, you gave me two books like four months ago and I've read one of them. Yeah. My bad to your friend who's maybe waiting on her books. I mean, maybe. Um, but that was a really ambitious goal. That was really ambitious. Sometimes I like to do those ambitious things because again, it's just a reminder of like proving to myself that I did it. Another really big one that I did. I gave up sweets for the entire year. Yeah, I know you've said that before. And I just, I'm glad that we were not friends at that point in time. I was a real sourpuss at that point. Yeah, I would imagine. But that was like, I did that. That was kind of around the beginning of like my own personal health and fitness journey. Sure. And it was really valuable because it wasn't something that was on the scale because I had done that. And I had said, I want to lose X amount of weight this year. So it was something different. It was something that I knew behaviorally would help me get to that point. So I made the behavior my goal instead of the actual outcome. I honestly cannot tell you how much weight I lost that year. It was a good amount. It was a very good amount. But I just, I was like, I'm just not going to eat sweets. I'm going to give up sweets for the whole year. What I will say, the problem with that is that I do love sweets. I love them. So the rebound was really strong. Like that's one thing when you do set these goals, I'm already thinking this year, how I'm going to incorporate reading into my year next year. Am I going to change my routine? No, I'm going to read every morning. I'm going to read every night. Am I going to have a goal to finish a book a week? No. So I'm going to keep the behavior. I'm just not going to have the target. Right. What I should have done when I gave up sweets for the entire year is reestablish those behaviors. What behaviors do I want to keep? Do I want to not have sweets Monday through Friday? Do I only want to indulge in sweets on special occasions, holidays? Like I should have set better boundaries for those going into that next year because that was, that was my biggest regret with it is I technically, if anyone wants to like hate on me, I made it 364 days. My friend got married on December 31st, 34th or 30th. Wow. Okay. Pause that. My friend got married on December 30th. She wanted me to have her wedding day be the day where I, I broke my sweet fast. So I did. Cool. Um, but I, I had nothing from that. I had, was like, all right, like it's a free for all. I've, I can have all the things that I've missed for so long. And realistically, I should have allowed myself to indulge in the things that I have missed for a long time. And then I should have had those boundaries clearly set. Okay. From December 1st to December or January 1st to January 7th. I can enjoy whatever it is that I want to enjoy after that special occasions and holidays only. Right. It is. I agree. Rebounds are, are very difficult. I've definitely done things like that where when the challenge is over, when this is over, you just go hard 
on everything that you've been missing out on. Yes. Um, I think I can say for both of us, any resolution that we've made that has worked, I think it's because we truly, truly wanted that result. Yes. Right. It wasn't just, oop, it's the new year. So I'm going to lose some weight because that's everybody's new year's resolution. If that, if you truly don't want it that bad, and it's really not something that you want to actually put the work into, it's not going to work. If you don't recognize that your day-to-day is going to have to change. You're going to have to implement some new things. You're going to have to be strict with yourself. You're going to have to be disciplined. If you don't want to do that, even if you do want to do it, but you don't have the willpower to actually do the work, it's not going to work. You can't just want to lose the weight. You can't just want to get in shape. You have to truly, truly desire it. Yeah. Um, I know like personally for me this year, after the cut that we did for the meat, I knew that I wanted to actually keep the weight off. I've lost weight before and I've never been able to keep it off. I'm super excited that like the entire year I've kept it off. Um, and I want to go deeper into it next year, but I know what those plans are. I know that I have things established in place. Um, and it's something that I really want. So I know that I'm not going to fail at it, but if I said, Jordan, I'm going to read 52 books next year. I promise you wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen. I would kindly tell you that I think you should find an alternative goal. Yeah. Because I just don't have the attention span to sit. I mean, a book really has to grab me right away. Um, so I just know that I don't care about that that much. (laughs) I, at this point, I read so quickly that by the time I realize it hasn't grabbed me, I'm pretty much done with the book. Man, I'm like a kindergartner. But remember though, like during COVID, I was at like kindergarten reading level. Yeah. So my special eye got some attention. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about starting the resolution early again. And let's talk about why that's so important. Because I think like you and I have already started looking at what it is that we want to do in the new year. Yeah. Again. What is the point in waiting? You're just, I, I look at it from like a track perspective. Okay. You use your analogy around track. We're going to use it or you use it around bench. I'm going to use it around track. So if you and I are running a race, Mm -hmm. we both have the same, same end goal, same target finish. If I stop in that race, you don't like, Yes, I stand still, but everything else in this world keeps moving forward. So really, I'm going backwards. Like I'm getting further and further away. Right. No, am I am I literally taking steps backward? Not necessarily. But at some point, like I have to walk back to the finish line, pack up my stuff and leave because I quit the race. Right. So we have to look at it from that sense of if you aren't working on it now, if you aren't trying to get workouts in, if you aren't trying to eat a little bit cleaner through the end of the year, you're not just staying where you're at. You are going backwards. The rest of the world is moving forward. If you're a parent, your kids are getting older. If you are a parent, you are getting older. We are all getting older. Life continues to move forward 
and we are stuck in this position, meaning we aren't making any progress. We're really only going backwards. Right. It's, I was going to say, it just really like hurts my soul to think about if you know that you want to improve your life, why, why would you wait? Why would you continue to sit in this unhappy place and then most likely fail that new year's resolution? And now you're a year behind, right? And that's just a cycle where you're going to constantly be miserable year after year. I think it also reinforces the idea that you don't have to wait till January 1st to start things right by starting now, whenever you're listening to this episode, by just committing to this right now, that just shows, I don't need to wait till a Monday. I don't need to wait till January 1st. I don't need to wait until the start of the month till my kids go back to school. I can start doing something now because something is always, always, always better than nothing. Always. I mean, do you know, go outside, go for a walk. If it's too cold outside, do some body weight workouts, eat something, one thing that's healthier, substitute one thing that's better than nothing and get it done. Yeah. Like, like you, I mean, you said New Year's January 1st, it's a fresh start. That's when people want to do things. Tomorrow is a fresh start. I mean, it, it truly is. It's a new day every day. Like it's a fresh start. Make some killer new year's resolutions for yourself is the sum is the sum point of this episode. Yeah. Tie your outcome goal to a behavior. Be sure that you backtrack from where you want to be at the end of this next year. Backtrack that to where you are today so that you can actually see the process and you can set yourself checkpoints along that way. Be realistic with yourself. If you're going to set something that's totally out of the yard, like Gretchen reading 52 books in a year, <laughs> Be realistic because that's the only way that you're going to keep up with this long-term. New Year's resolutions don't need to start today. New Year's resolutions can start any day. They can be new day resolutions, new hour resolutions. Just find a way to get yourself started, to get yourself moving so that you can ultimately end next year a totally transformed person and you have no shoulda, coulda, wouldas left over. Yeah. When you're, this episode is going to come out before January 1st. Um, so if you're listening to this, when it comes out, I want to, um, challenge you to do one thing, choose one thing that's going to better yourself and get you to that new year's resolution before January 1st, set that habit in place. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.